Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Let's bring them on in. You know where they are. The boys. There they are. Let me make sure I hit the right button there. Here we go. Guys, it's time for Bounty Board. What's up, Mosh Crates? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Flip, 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 flip. There they are. Flip, 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 flip. Bobby Peace. Love it. Hey, baby bacon in the parking lot all night. Flip, flip, flip. Soft clothes. Soft clothes. Big soft Bobby. Clothes. Big Bobby the soft clothes sommelier. He's in the uh, he's in the prime spot tonight. He got uh, he got in the Skype call first, so he gets the actually right there. Man, Ryan, we've been doing good. We, <laughs> fuck, just man, all the way down. Just good show, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> we'll go ahead and shut it down after that. One. Sure, we have nowhere to go. Good anyway, Bobby Ross in the background. Mr. Caleb, take it away. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's Bonnie Board. Eric, you have uh, yo, yo. this. You're the weird window in the top of me twice in the stream. Move that, please. I hate it so much. Good audio. We're professionals. All right, there it goes. What's up, everybody? It's uh, Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday. It is November. Oh, my God. November? <laughs> February 21st. I don't know why I said November. I was looking at the word February, and I said November. Yikes. It's February 21st, which means nothing more then Anthem is, like, less than an hour away. Um, nothing else matters. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's Bounty Board. What's up, everybody? How's everybody There's a lot doing? of things that matter. Life, children, no, love. D- in an hour, what's going to matter to everybody here? Playing Iron Apex. Man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> playing the Iron Man, Man. <laughs> Apex, <laughs> Anthem Legends. Is that what we're playing tonight? Anthem Legends. Yes, yes. Apex Anthem, which is, like, hey, the best can. anthem you can sing. You guys are looking uh, real good. Ooh, thanks. That drink looks... That's a dark, dark, dark beer, and I appreciate that. Oh, wow. I'll bring it back into the stream. Little... Ooh, Bananas Foster by Four Hands. That shit is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I'm not an and alcoholic. I have a lovely black cherry vanilla bang energy drink. I have Taylor, a... What are, you, what are you drinking? Water. Like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I drink what's good for my vocal cords. I have I'm sorry. one of those as well. Yeah, I have one of those as well. But what's up, everybody who's watching, I'm everybody hyped. listening? Uh, it's another episode of Bounty Board. This is our anthem episode. If you didn't know already, uh, you probably did. Clicking on the link going in. But uh, I'm your host, as always, Caleb. With me, as always, I have Bobby, who pointed. For those of you listening, hello. Uh, this is Bobby. <laughs> I have Ryan. What's up, Ryan? How's it going, guys? And I have Eric. Uh, what's up, Eric? Yo. From behind the desk, the position of power. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 except the it looks desk. like you're at a baby desk. So That's fine. I'll deal with it. You're at the desk, <laughs> of, like, you're at desk. The desk of power poopies. Um, <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> um, holy shit, guys. How's everybody's week? Uh, long, arduous. Long, this is, yes. I'm ready for, I'm ready work, for work tomorrow. Uh, I had a half day yesterday, and I had the whole day off today, so I feel pretty good. Uh, I work from home, so it was kind of chill. No, I'm just kidding. My in-laws were sick yesterday and today, so I had the kid all day, both days, and today, daddy came unglued a little bit. Um, Uh-oh. That's okay. It yeah, happens. last it night we had a, a P, not a P, S pipe backup in our kitchen sink. Um and our kitchen sink isn't vented, so if there's a clog, like there's nowhere for air to escape except for back out the sink. And when I turned on the disposal to try and clear whatever was clogged to get stuff to go down, it shot water out of the other sink and then separated pipes underneath my sink and water poured out from under the sink into my kitchen. 
Um, oh God! So I have I'm been. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be laughing at your misery, but yeah, that's, that's right. awesome. That's all right. I could, I could just imagine the scene in your house as you're. Oh, well, I turned on the out. I turned on the disposal and like I was like cool, and then I heard trickling, and I looked down, and was just like the fuck, and it was just like gushing. Oh. Oh, my God. Did you get it fixed? So, I mean, I turned off the water, it continued running, I fig- I went to push on the pipe because it looked crooked, and it was like, thunk, and I was like, oh, it was almost completely separated, um, and then I tightened it down, and the leak stopped. The sinks still both, like, if you run the water for too long, one fills up, and then the other one fills up, Yeah. and then they sit, because something, there's no air uh, escaping, because there's no trap, or there's no vent, so the only air that can escape has to go back up one of those pipes, um, yep. so we're having somebody come in to look at that, um, his name's Mario. Um, he's Italian, and uh, I'm just trying to bring it back to games, everybody. He's got a terrible, uh, terrible new boss. I, I think that's a, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a perfect segue. It is. It I like is. It. I um, like what you guys did there into our was, first news article. That was pretty solid. So, uh, first news article: Reggie Fisa May, who's been Nintendo's Nintendo America's face for fucking 25 years, 20 years, something ridiculous like that, um, is retiring from Nintendo. Um, good for him. Uh, high five, Reggie Fisame. Round of applause. You're an amazing person. Um, his body is no longer ready for work. It is ready for retirement. But the funniest part of this story is that the guy taking over, his name is Doug fucking Bowser. Oh, my God. And how it's, he hasn't been running Nintendo so awesome. forever. Like, I'm, I'm just going to say, when I first saw this break today, like I legitimately thought that it was an Onion I, article. Yeah, I thought it was a joke. Like, I, I thought it was a joke. because it was. A, yeah. I saw that, and then the picture of, I guess that's his wife and whatever that suit is that he was wearing. And I was like, no. Was it Bowsette? No, it wasn't Bowsette. Uh, oh, God, that would be way too good if she dressed <laughs> It would be Bowsette. amazing if she dressed as Bowsette. And his, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man, uh, missed opportunity, missed opportunity right there. That would be unbelievable, actually. It would be quite believable. Whether or not we would want to believe it is an entirely different thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, anyway, 15, 20 is, years, right? I, yeah, I don't remember exactly. Whoever added this news story to Trello didn't realize they can add the link in the description and it becomes a clickable link. Um, that, that was me. Good job, dummy. Well, I'm wow! Jesus. I'm just fucking Jesus. with you. I'm just fucking with him. I'm His name is Sergeant Sodium, the guy in my yeah. upper right corner of my screen. We may have to change that to you, Caleb, <laughs> after that one. Holy moly. I, that wasn't being that wasn't me being salty, that was me being an asshole. Lieutenant There's a big difference. Yeah, man, it's alright. Whatever. Alright, moving it on. It works on a Discord. I know, I'm trying to look where it says how long he's been there in this Kotaku article and I don't see it. I think he said 15 years in the like Reggie? goodbye video he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Reggie's been there about 15 years. 15 years. With the with Nintendo for 15 years. 2004, y'all. Yep. E3 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember the first time I ever oh. saw him, I was like, ah, this guy does not seem like somebody in the gaming industry, like, at all. So when Reggie Fisame took stage at E3 in 2014, this is what he said. My name is Reggie. I'm about kicking ass, I'm about taking names, and we're about making games. Yep. This dude was a fucking ass kicker. <laughs> oh, Reggie was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, not was. I didn't mean to relegate him to the past tense there. I think he's uh, he is one of the driving forces in keeping Nintendo alive. Um, mm-hmm. I think in America, in the industry of PlayStation uh, yeah. and Xbox, uh, I think he had a lot to do with 
putting Nintendo in the right place, a lot of strategic partnerships, and just a lot of going back to our podcast we did many, many, many moons ago, a lot of infinite thinking um, from from Reggie, and uh, he will be missed. He will yeah. be missed. Super awesome. Um, he is the, if you didn't know, he is the person accredited with the uh, My Body is Ready mm-hmm. quote, because yep. he said that when yep. doing the We Fit demonstration when we came out. Um, so, so, like, <laughs> my body is ready. The whole crowd was like, what the fuck <laughs> does that, that even mean? Uh, we all say uh, it now. Thanks, we Reg. We all say it. Yeah. Thanks, Uncle Reg. Reg coming in with the, the Fucking Uncle oh Reg. Uncle Reg. <laughs> so good. He's such an uncle-looking dude. He dude. is an uncle, man. He he's is. the guy that you know. He'd show up late to the barbecue and just hang out for a little bit past his welcome. Yeah, he he's seems the like he's the, the nicest guy, too. Um, just uh, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, my body he's, is ready. He's not the only person that retired this week. No, who else retired, Bobby? Because I didn't know. Frank Castle and Jessica Jones. They both. Oh, man, we oh, are. You're a, you're a piece God. of shit. These transitions, are, these transitions are a choice. These transitions are a choice. You're a piece of shit. I'll just be here. Oh, my God. That Bravo, was very sir. good. He's not the only one who retired. I was like, who? Bravo. And then he started talking, and I was like, but they're fake people. <laughs> uh, well, they're not working. Oh, I mean, they retired. They said it themselves. Ouch. Ouch. <sighs> yeah, so... Tip your um, waiters. What? Tip your waiters. We'll be here all week. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I thought you were suggesting that John Bernthal and... and Oh, hold on. I'll figure it out. Jessica Jones' actress's name is... Kristen... Ritter. I said I would figure it out. Who said Ritter? I think we I, all did. Of, yeah, we all did. I, I just heard a... One of y'all, one of y'all said we all did real quick, so I didn't know who it was, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I thought you were suggesting Kristen Ritter and John Brenthal will be waiters now. <laughs> I was like, they, they're probably not going to do that. Um, but yeah, sorry, this is a lot of digression for one point that Bobby so smoothly transitioned to, and that is that Netflix has canceled Punisher and Jessica Jones. We, I had a little bit of hope because Punisher hadn't been canceled yet, and uh, Jessica Jones season three was still coming. That they were going to keep the ones that can't really be PG-13. I think, Eric, you made that comment last week. They were hanging on to them because, like, Daredevil and Luke Cage and um, what was the, not Iron Fist, but that one too. And then what was the the Defenders? Those could all be PG-13 properties. Well, um, they, Punisher doesn't really exist in a space where he can't be, where he can't murder I just people. don't think any of them yeah. exist without Daredevil being there. Punisher, yeah, I, yeah Punisher could be its own show. Yeah, Punisher could be its own show. Um, um, Punisher touches on enough universes, I think. Frank Castle and the Marvel, you know, as far as Marvel Comics goes, across enough of them. Uh, the point I was making, the point I made last week, Caleb, it was Disney is going to figure out a way to PG these guys because they've already PG-13 Deadpool 2, right? Once Upon a Deadpool... I don't a, think that was their goal with that. I know it wasn't, but it happened. I um, think I think the plan is to go to Hulu. Yeah, I do too. Because that's a Fox property, right? And they just made this big old deal with Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Fox had the controlling interest in Hulu, I think, unless NBC... No, I think they do. And if chat, if you know different, let us know. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. Um, I still haven't finished Punisher Season 2. I'll get there. Jessica Jones needs to do a lot to win my favor back. I thought Season 2 was lackluster. Blockbuster. Never, never finished Never it. watched it. Season 1 of Jessica Jones is amazing. So good. Um, season two is like, what do we do now? The whole yep. season. Um, yep. 
But you know, it's whatever. Apparently, Iron Fist found its found itself in season two a little bit. Um, I never, I never got to it. Oh, that first season was. Rough. I worked from oh. home. Oh my god, it was bad, wasn't <laughs> so it? So bad. Uh, I forgot to start the timer. I did. I we are recording. Don't worry. I forgot to start my ninety minute timer. So I got. We're it. always a few minutes over ninety minutes anyway, so we'll be fine. Um, oh, but the recording has a timer. I'm gonna get on topic and stay on topic eventually, everybody. I promise. That'd be great. Um, speaking of getting on topic and staying on topic, Star Citizen's crowdfunding has surpassed two hundred and eighteen million dollars. Insanity. Insanity. Um, if you don't know why getting on topic and staying on topic relates to that, Star Citizen has been one of the longest in alpha slash beta slash pre-build games, um, and it's crowdfunded like three Kickstarter campaigns, and now it's just getting money, uh, and it's never come out full 1.0. Um, I think it's like a eight-year project or some dog shit like that. I, um... I'm pulling up the I'm link con- now. Go ahead. I'm I'm convinced they should just change the name of it to Ready Player One, and because <laughs> that's when it will finally and, be done and be done with it. Um, yeah. Have, I, have any of you guys played it? I, nope. I've seen it. I don't have a PC um, that could even come close to. Spinning I actually haven't it. heard of it until you guys posted that. Link. Yeah, I mean, wow. I could yeah. install it and I could play it. It's not going to be you know my PCs will run it just fine, but it's just I'm not a big like fly around in space type gamer. Um, so that's why it's never really. So some of the first-person shooter stuff uh, kind of kind of appealed to me a little bit. Um, but man, is it 218 million in crowdfunding is insane? Uh, insane. Yeah, that shit's wild. Yep. Yeah. So it says that the it's a, a 3.5 version. I still don't think the game's in 1.0 like full release. But maybe I don't know. I honestly I stopped following Star Citizen after they decided to make a standalone campaign that had Mark Hamill and and yep. uh, Gary Oldman in it. I was like, oh mm. fuck, this project's never gonna end. Um, and I kind of walked going. away from it. <laughs> What's going, what it's for what going. it's worth, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I love the concept. I don't have a PC that will ever be able to play it. Um, and when I can afford one, I probably won't be playing it. Um, but it's intriguing right. and I like following it. But yeah. you may you may be playing it because it may be the way in which you access all other games. But yes. Caleb, does if the it becomes the beam Oasis, that lets sure. you haul cargo really want to make you play that game so much more? Wait, there's a tractor beam that lets you hold haul cargo? Yeah, this is actually just a nice cover up for another farming simulator. I heard tractor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where what I thought is. he was going. He said tractor, and I was like, oh, soy them beans. Oh, so fuck, soy them beans. Load it. <laughs> Soys and beans. Oh, Jesus. Soy and beans. Fuck me. Let's go. Son of a bitch. All right. Speaking Oh, God, I can't. All right. Is that the name of your new stream, Ryan? Soy and beans? Soy and beans. Hey, it's going up tonight. (laughs) Fuck. All right. Next news story on the list. Uh, The Division 2 got a live action trailer this week. Um... The director was Nicholas Winding Refn, Refn's, which is the guy who made Drive and Only God Forgives, um, awesome Ryan Gosling movies. The trailer is bleh. <laughs> it's. I saw the name and I was like, oh, it's a cinematic trailer like the Neil Blomkamp one, and it's going to be dope. It, it, nothing happens in it. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, if I, if I remember, it's a thing. trailer, though. It's a base layout. I mean, it's... Just yeah, but we all watched the Anthem trailer that Neil Blomkamp made where there was, like, fucking action and, like, explosions, and it told a story. This one's, like, a dude staring at a picture. Yeah, 
but if I remember the first division, there were multiple live action sequences mm-hmm. that kind of built over a seer over a campaign, and that's what this felt like to me. The first were there live it, action yeah. trailers for yeah yeah division one yeah because there was like I remember this thing on there was a whole movie on Amazon that it like culminated in. Uh, oh fuck yes they it was a thing where they had a bunch of people different people make different shorts. Mm-hmm. That well, was actually also, really fucking dope. I forgot about that. So when they were announcing the Assassin's Creed movie, they had said that Jake Gyllenhaal was like attached in some way, shape, or form. He is to to a division movie. Yeah, J- yeah. him and um, uh, Jessica Chastain, and it's being directed so. by the guy who made the last or the the three good Bourne movies. Um, fuck, which, that which, Doug which, Doug Wiseman. Which were the three good ones? The original core trilogy. Okay. You didn't um, like the. Uh... Were there any good ones? <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucking great. If you don't like the Born trilogy, is anybody in no, this I'm podcast just, not like the Born trilogy? No, it's good. Apparently, um, Bobby's being I... very quiet. I, I I don't dislike them. I'm not overly like obsessed yeah. with them. Okay, fair enough. That's they, they're 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 fine. Like I I don't know if I would. Immediately change the channel if I saw one come on. I don't know if I'd immediately watch one if I saw it come on. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm of the persuasion that if it's on, I'm watching it. Um, because I fucking love the Bourne movies, but that's okay. I have, like, a box set trilogy. Um, <clears throat> but that's not important. Um, anyway, yeah, Division 2 had a live-action trailer. It'll be interesting to see what else comes out. The director's name is Paul Greengrass, by the way. I don't think that's actually the guy that's doing it, but that's fine. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we get more live-action trailers. Um, I'm now remembering the Division 1 campaign, um, ad campaign, and it was actually pretty sweet. Yeah. I still stand by my favorite Division trailer was the initial one that came out with at E3 that showed New York falling apart progressively. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it went through the house as, like, you saw, mm-hmm. a, a, a like, a person under the covers, and then it went flat, and then, like, yeah. you watch the house, like, board up right. and, like, shotguns and... Then it ends with them fighting outside. It's yep. such yeah. a good trailer. I want them to do one for this, like that. I mean, for I think this, that they're but... going to be doing a lot more, uh, especially with tonight's topic, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But I think that they're going to be uh, certainly a bit more aggressive than what yeah, they have. Yeah, I, I really think that they were. Get, I, I, in the bottom of my heart, given what Ubisoft is and how cool they are as a company, I think they were taking a step back and not being super aggressive with their ad campaigns. I find it interesting that this dropped today. Um, right. Oh, it didn't. Nope. Wait, that wait, came out. Sorry, that was like three days ago. Oh, well, th- okay, so sorry, this week, right? I feel right. like over the next, now that Anthem is out, and I know we're, we're getting into that. Not Spoilers, guys, it's not like the title tipped us off. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've already said it, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, but um, I think it's a, it, it, it's, we're going to start seeing Ubisoft ramp up the marketing engine more for The Division 2. Yeah, uh, and I want to think in the bottom. I want to think in the back of my in the bottom of my heart that Ubisoft is like, okay, cool. We'll play nice Bioware and EA, and we'll we'll, we'll give you guys you know some ramp up and not throw a bunch of stuff out there. Um, yeah, uh, but that goes back to what our conversation around hype, right? Is yeah. people are now starting to take note and get that better, get better at that. We're seeing it. I, I think we saw it with Anthem a little bit. And I think we saw it, we're seeing it with the Division Apex again. Case study. We'll bring that up. Um, Anyway, go on. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think we're. They're basically waiting for. And, and you've you've essentially said this. They're waiting for Anthem to be out and their mm-hmm. primary campaign to end. 
Um, yep. And then for when Anthem moves into the secondary campaign, which is the post-release campaign, um, Division will start kicking up there. Because March is really empty. Um, Sekiro is not going to have a huge ad campaign. Um, no. It's it's going to attract the people oh, okay. it's going to attract, and uh, it's not going to... They're not going to... I don't think we're going to see dozens of trailers for Sekiro come out. They've come out with a couple in the last couple weeks that are good, um, but like that's all they're going to release I th- from I software. You... Oh, were you, did you think I meant like no big games? Yeah, I thought you all? meant empty and like shit to play. I was like, no. there is so much shit to <laughs> no. play and watch right now that I can't even fathom keeping up. No, March is, March is going to be, in terms of huge games, The Division um, and Sekiro. Right. And yeah. Sekiro's yeah. ad campaign's on its own. It's from software. They don't have to do any ads for any of their shit. Right. Um, but The Division, yeah, it'll be huge. We'll see how that, how that happens as it happens. Um, let's see. We can knock out two with one, and then we'll close on the Google story. So Apex has had some stuff happen this week. Um, it's yeah. still huge. It's still number one on Twitch for um, viewers. Um, but the first thing that happened is two new characters were found um, by somebody data, data mining. If you don't know what data mining is, essentially somebody cracks open the code of the game and looks through just right. boring-ass lines of code and finds words uh and like placeholders which people put in games but don't show in the release because they want us to have stuff ready to go when they're ready to go um that sounded confusing but that makes sense words Um, and stuff yeah so this uh, article is from game informer and by daniel tack um i'm not going to read much of it but there is a longer list of names there's um, now i'm reading sorry there's a longer list of names and other fair to dig through from the mining but the two characters in question are characters named Octane and Watson. Octane apparently has some sort of stim pack ability with potential performance enhancing effects, while Watson has a Tesla trap, fitting with the player character's electric name. That's Watson spelled with two T's, like Watts um, yep. on a light bulb. Right. Like, like a Watt, yep. Got it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so that's interesting. Cool. That's really all there is on that. Um, more characters and in... And they said March, right? Like, they've, they've said that they're going to have new characters in March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they are. And that's the March is going to be the release of their battle pass, the release of their extra characters, the release, yep. of, the release of their extra their new gun and content. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of stuff coming up in March. Um, I'll well, see speaking, if I can't get a screenshot. The new gun's actually out. There's yeah, going the to be another one. There's yeah, going to be another one in March. Yeah. But, yes, that was the other part of this. Um, someone else can take it if you want. New gun. Ryan, off. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. Um Shoot, what's it called again? Um, Havoc. The Havoc. The Havoc, yes. Um, it's another energy ammo gun. It's just like uh, the... Devotion and triple take. The Devotion, yep. I don't I got use you. those at all. I got all. you. I used the <laughs> I triple take once all, and we so won like, and it was fucking awesome. And that was if it. If I find a turbocharger, yeah. I will play with the Devotion. I haven't found a turbocharger <clears throat> and used the Havoc yet. No, um, fuck LMGs in that game. Yeah, the Havoc is really good with the turbocharger, but without, with the mag being so small, mm-hmm. it is it is very useless. Yeah. Um, it's 25 rounds, point, right? It's still fairly small compared to the Devotion, which is another 10 more rounds. You know, you can actually rack out more. Yeah, but that, that, that the turbocharger, uh, the turbocharger on it makes it uh, makes it really, really good. Um, but without that, you're, it's kind of useless. But it, it also allows you to use um, two different uh, enhancers on it. You can use the select fire. Or yeah. um, or the turbocharger too, so you can get a burst round out of it instead of just like the full auto. Yeah, and the select fire gives you a hit scan round too. Right. Like when you pull the trigger, it basically hits who's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is interesting. 
I haven't. I had a select fire and died before I got to fucking use it. So. Or, or actually, no. I'm sorry. The select fire is uh, it's single fire, and full auto. It's not a burst. It's single and full yeah, auto. Yeah. Is what it gives you. So it Isn't can basically the... turn it into a sniper rifle itself because it. I mean, it's got yeah. the power to go that far. So. Yeah, yeah. I know people that use the devotion like a sniper. They just because the firing rate is not devotion. Um, Spitfire because the firing rate slow enough you can pull the trigger one at a time. Yep. yep. Um, fun fact: Carlos Hathcock, a sniper in Vietnam, used a BAR from World War II as a sniper rifle because of how accurate it was and how slow its firing rate was. Yep. Anyway, moving on to the last news story. I don't. I honestly have no fucking clue why I know that. Um, anyway, moving on to the last news story. Um, Eric, do you want to grab this one since you actually have experience with something they've done? Which. Oh, the game platform. Sorry. I was like, wait, which news article didn't we cover? Yeah, so the gaming platform is pretty interesting. I was part of Stream. Uh, I got okay. my, I'm assuming my, I mean. Hold on. It, what? Hold on. The Google gaming platform is what he's talking about. Yeah. You just said the gaming platform. Oh, the gaming platform. <laughs> you could be talking about anything. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, unveil the gaming project. I don't know from the article. Um, it's the streaming service. I don't know how it's going to work. The... Uh, the free copy of Assassin's Creed uh, that I got to play, uh, Odyssey, it worked well. Um, I was able to play it. I was able to stream it. Um, you could definitely tell that the you know there was artifacting when the game would play. Um, I want it, I, what I'm going to be really interested to see is when this goes live, how people with lower bandwidth uh, are able to handle it, right? Because I was I'm on a gigabit connection. Um, in my house, so I'm you know kind of lucky in that regard that I have fiber uh, all the way to my door. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens when you know somebody who has only got a hundred megs up and down uh, can play. The game's going to adapt if it's going to change itself around. Um, and there were definitely points because I was streaming um, while playing the streaming game that there was definitely degradation uh, in what was right. happening. Uh, yeah. But it was good. It worked. Sure. I mean, it did exactly what I was supposed to do. I think a game like Assassin's Creed lends itself to that because the controller input, if it's a hair behind or a split second behind, you're not going to get murdered. I don't see this service having competitive first-person shooter on it. Um, oh, because, it will. Oh, uh, it will. Not. I mean, yeah, not that works great, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's cool. Who knows? Uh, I think it's going to be – it's the first – in a in an error error yeah the first in an era there we go <laughs> okay error. Uh, waiting for you to get through that era of streaming services that are kind of come out right you've got project xcloud from microsoft coming out uh at some point this year um yep. and then uh we'll go there the good thing that google has going for it though is the chromecast is so cheap so there's a super low cost entry if you go right, and yeah. just buy a chromecast stick um, yep, and plug it. I think they're like fifty bucks. So if all of a sudden they're coupling that with a gaming uh, subscription on top of that, you're gonna have a lot of people going, "Oh, cool! This works perfect for yep. my ten year old." For kid. sure. I really desperately hope that um, X Project oh God Project X Cloud gets a different name. I oh well, Project hey. X Cloud. Yeah. Um, and I hope, though I know this isn't going to happen. I hope they give it a name like Strata or Nimbus and like name it after a type of cloud, because that would be dope. But alas, they don't pay me those big bucks. Um, <laughs> okay. What? Okay. What? Huh? I'm, I'm gonna. We're just gonna leave it at Stratus and Nimbus. I don't. But okay. Sounds great. Those are types of clouds. I know. That's fine. 
Okay. I don't know if I would name a cloud service after a cloud, though. Project X Cloud is named it after. It's just it's just it's X got cloud. But that, yeah, I'm not speaking kidding. of clouds, we're all really high on Anthem this week, and we're gonna be. <laughs> oh my <this> god! <laughs> That's the show, everybody. <laughs> That's the show, everybody. How? <laughs> Fucking hell! I can't tell if Bobby I, I actually. To... I can't tell if Bobby's locked up or he actually <laughs> left. I'm not sure what happened. Woo! Woo! I think Bobby just froze. <laughs> Bob- <laughs> totally frozen. Uh, the that joke was so bad. Bobby's internet went. Fuck it. Nope. We're done. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> it's my internet just went Reggie. Retired for the night after that one. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we're all. I can't. Oh, I can't repeat that. I'm sorry. Um, Jesus. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> new segue. Um, yeah. Announce, announcing thing. the segue. Yeah. Um, that's mean, all that the was, news. That was straight up something Destin Destin Legary would say on podcast unlocked. Like. Because he's the worst at segues, and you just you are now known as the Destin Legary of Donnie Board. I appreciate it. Oh, oh man, segue that of the was week. a thing. We that segue of the month. If anybody can't. comes up with anything worse in the next couple of weeks, they're they're gone. Oh shit, <laughs> they're fired. Ryan's Damn. like, I'm not going to talk anymore. All right. I'm fucking with you. I'm, you're, right. you're not. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on to the, the real topic, which obviously is how high we are. I mean, sorry, Anthem. Um, where Anthem comes out in for full release for everybody in 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. How hype is everybody? That's the first question I'm going to ask is hype because that's going to contextualize how objective we are. <laughs> am I, am I the only one that hasn't played it yet? I have not. I've played two hours of the, oh my okay. God. Sorry. I have not. I've played two hours of the, since of the, the weekend. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I have. Maximized all ten hours of the EA Access trial. Right. Um, sorry, let me quantify. We all played the alpha, or I played the technical alpha. Um, Same. Uh, Bobby yeah. played technical alpha. We all played both betas uh, mm-hmm. and lived through that nightmare. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, the full, <laughs> of the full release, I played uh, thirty minutes. I turned it on, and then all of a sudden, I had a fire drill at work and I had to turn it off. I was going to plan on playing over a little bit over lunch break, um, but then. It just didn't happen. So, yeah, I'm coming into this, like, just barely. I think I got to the point where I could unlock my uh, my first uh, additional javelin um, and then turn it off. So I'm, I'm about to where I was at level-wise when the, the betas came out. So I'm, I think I'm at around level 12 now. Ooh, look at you. Interesting. All right. So, yeah, I'm, like, level 6, I think. Um, I wanted to play... War. Huh? My my cousin Jason has beaten the game in ten hours. Uh, oh no 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 yeah yeah he we, did you, that workaround yeah there's a work oh, okay. workaround yeah yeah good for him there was a workaround they, good for they him. patched it with the uh, the new update that was out today yeah I was gonna ask you because you said you knew it and then you said you maxed out your ten hours and I was like but you were gonna mm-hmm. play more. Right. Yeah. It looks like they came for Bobby's soft clothes. So I know did. I know there's a couple of people in chat that uh have been playing it since PC release and I'm not sure if they want to chime in muscle I'm talking directly to you. Uh if you're here, uh I don't know how close you are, but I'd be interested for you to pipe in in the chat and just let us know how close you are to actually beating the campaign in a week of play. 
hey, if you can, if you can, if it takes you more than ten hours, it's better than Destiny. So, um, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I, what I'll say is this: so, like, obviously, like, I'm incredibly hyped for this game. Uh, I I really really enjoyed like even though the beta was riddled with problems, um, I found something really special in the sense of like wonder and flying, and I love the combat mechanics, and I love what you can do with the builds of these characters. I think they've created a really interesting world. Um, having played ten hours of the actual core game, I can tell you that out of like. Uh, I guess that I played a lot of Destiny. I played all the way up to like the release of Forsaken, and then I've played the I played through the Division One two times now. I think the the lore and the story that they're telling right now for Anthem is a little bit more interesting than what those other two games were. Now, not that it's going to have to only be compared to those games, but for a looter shooter especially, there is some nice story being told. I think they definitely you can see that Bioware has put some effort into it, even though it's not anywhere near what like you know uh kotor jade empire uh, right. mass effect any of those games were yeah so i will say in the time that i have played the first conversation you have with wade right that's your your owen 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 sorry i knew owen. it had a w in it your yeah. kind of the first conversation you have with owen is really well captured like mm-hmm. The mocap in that and his just like interaction with that other um, whatever they call him I can't remember the people that are synced with the pilots when they're out um, he's like telling her that her rig is jacked up yeah and she's getting really pissed about it and he's completely fucking with her and doesn't say anything right. about it until she leaves mm-hmm. that whole exchange felt so natural and like his facial expressions were good and I knew exactly what facial expressions they were going for and that's something I haven't seen a lot in games for a while like. Uh, <clears throat> Did everybody here play... Why is that escaping me? It was made by Team Bondi, and it's a detective game. Um, fucking... L.A. Noir? No, yes. That was Rockstar. It is, is L.A. That? Noir. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was published by Rockstar, but it was Team right. Bondi that developed it. That game had amazing facial yes. capture, and I haven't seen something that good recently. Um and if we're gonna use a bar to measure to measure it by, measure it by to measure, <laughs> soy them beans. <laughs> um, if we're gonna hold a bar to it. The last game they made with facial capture in its cutscenes was Mass Effect Andromeda. It was rough, uh, and this makes rough. Andromeda look like it was made last generation. Oh, sorry, I puked in my mouth a little bit when you said that. Guys, I liked that game. <laughs> I didn't really single Mass not Effect. The, so. Not the game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Well, okay. Whoa. Oh, I can make myself burp. Yeah, There's going to be people listening that? to this at home. They're going to fucking vomit let's in their cars. Let's not do that. <laughs> on the way to work. Just fucking everywhere. <laughs> Someone's going to be on the exactly highway. That's exactly how I thought soying beans would sound. <laughs> <laughs> Without doubt. That uh, is someone mid conversation, like, <laughs> sorry, I just soying my beans. Oh, gnarly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, no, I forgot where I was going with this. Okay, Ryan, you—that's—that's that's your homework—is to go play the original trilogy, um, and, no. then, and then write a report. Uh, no, that'll be—that's due next Friday. On so, uh, the yeah, original trilogy of what? Mass, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy! You've uh, got yeah. about 150 hours worth of gameplay. You got to yeah, do. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's. There's Hi, babe. Some... I'm quitting my job. Uh, I got shit I gotta do. There's a content piece for nerdy bits right there. Is we make Ryan play on stream games he never thought he would play. 
We we've I, already uh, had the conversation where he said he doesn't play multi or single player games. We just need to force Ryan to, when he streams to play single player. Yep. No. No. I then he'll like, really be Sergeant Sodium. Sorry. Go on, Bobby. <laughs> if I had to go by like the Discord, like to to get it back on track for like hype, I would say. I think oh, yeah. Eric and I are pretty damn hype on this game. Yeah. Um, I think <sighs> I think Apex has ruined Ryan uh, for a little the rest bit. of the year. <laughs> and I think that... Ruined him for all other women. I think that uh, if I had to guess, Caleb, you're a bit more optimistic, but you're still on the fence. I do, I do have to say I'm actually excited about this game for the fact that I haven't played one of this, I guess, type before. Yeah, like I sure. played a little bit of Warframe, but I could not get you to get into Destiny. You no, would not I try didn't, it. I, I didn't play Destiny. I didn't care about it you at didn't all. Miss anything but, at all? But That's jumping in, jumping into Anthem after playing Warframe, I was like, eh, Warframe's all right. But then I got the whole the travel aspect of Anthem is what really got me. Is that I can fly everywhere. I don't have to run in a free roam world. Like I can actually fly, get to where I want to be quick if I want to do that. Or I can fly above and dive bomb and just annihilate everything underneath me if I want to. Anthem's traversal so. is... Ah, chef's kiss. Very good. Um, I, Bobby, you are correct. Um, I was super hype about it. Um, and from a logistical standpoint, I am still super hype about it, right? I love the fact that Casey Hudson, Mark Dara, and um, the guy I quoted last week of saying that, like... Oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that Casey Hudson and Mark Dara and the team in Bioware are working on it, and like they are the people that they are. I have a lot of faith in that team in terms of project management and leadership. Um, sure. I also have a lot of faith in Bioware. Like Andromeda was bad, and like most people don't know, but I do know that was almost entirely down to the fact that Bioware was in incredibly deep internal turmoil. Uh, EA was forcing an engine on them that sucked. Um, all of this stuff. Um, <clears throat> now, is Anthem in Frostbite? It is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with the Frostbite engine. The That's Frostbite entirely engine. untrue. That's entirely mm. untrue. That's entirely untrue. <laughs> so, here's the thing. And the, the, before I'm... Without making this a huge digression, um, the Frostbite engine is a very good engine for first-person shooters. There we go. That is it. <laughs> and Anthem is not that. <laughs> It is. It is. So the we like I said, without a huge digression, um, you can read up on it. Maybe I'll throw a link into the show notes so that people can, if they're interested. Essentially, the Frostbite engine is very good for Battlefield because it was made by Dice for Battlefield, and then EA bought Dice and said everybody use this engine because they didn't want to spend money on letting everybody build their own engines. And when like Dragon Age needed to be made and Mass Effect needed to be made, they had to like retrofit right Frostbite to yeah, be able to I'm do third person they to be able put to the do Decima engine on it. Yeah, to be able to do third person, to be able to do magic, to be able to do checkpoints because first person shooters don't have checkpoints or autosave. They right. are checkpoint based. And if you did that on an RPG, people would die after doing 30 minutes of bullshit. And I mean, after after Horizon gone, like I mean, I was blown away. And I think what what Death Stranding's doing with that same engine, I mean, the Killzone games are great; they played really well. But I think Horizon really showed you the capabilities of like a action RPG, third person, a big ass open world. Like that engine was mm-hmm. flawless in that game. Unreal, yeah. Unreal has a really good third person engine. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, anyways, um, 
the with the the fact that they're still using frostbite means that they've figured it out and they've had like right. eight years to do that. Um, whether or not they're using a version of frostbite that's even comparable to the one that Dice uses still is probably not even debatable. They're not using a version that's close to the same. But whatever. Regardless, um, to get back to answering the question or answering Bobby's assertion. Um, sorry, I have like a lot of hiccups because I had like two beers before this, and beer makes me gassy as shit. It was probably um, like gagging you were doing earlier too. Nope. Um, that sounded really wrong. Anyway, um, I was super hype about all of the stuff until I played the beta and had some network issues, and so I stopped playing the beta. I've said this on the show before, and I've talked to you guys about it. I don't like betas because they're always fucking broken. They're always broken in some way, and like, I'll play it for the experience, and then I'll leave it alone because I don't want that sour taste to be the thing I remember. I played Battlefield... I didn't play Battlefield 5's beta at all, and that was a good thing because that beta turned people away. Um, When I played the preview... that's kind of happened here. Yeah, and so when I played the preview, I played for two hours, like I said. I played the first mission and then a couple other things and kind of played around with it for a bit, and I stopped because I realized, like, there's some load time issues, there's a few other stability issues, and, like, these are things I know will be fixed by the day one patch because this game has been fucking gold for, like, two months, which means they've shipped the what's on the disc and everything they updated since then is not in the game now because it has to be day one patched. Um, that, the, ga- the, the patch is out. It, it is out there. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah the day so, one patch came out earlier today, right? Or, yes, no, yesterday. No, today. Uh, was it today? It was okay. last night, I think. Um, yeah, it came out last night. My game um, updated this morning because I heard my Xbox going, blah. Um, <laughs> so to, to answer Bobby, again, not real quick because I was not real quick about it. I'm still very excited about the game. I'm apprehensive because I was very excited for Destiny, and it broke my heart. Um, and I'm just protecting myself from that. I don't expect it, but I'm like instinctually protecting myself. Bring, from bring that. them sure. all down. Let the vulnerability trip through. It's okay. I do that for my kid. I'm not going to do that for my fucking games. We're going to pick you up <laughs> when it doesn't need, and we're going to all just hug it out. It's going to be good. It's gonna be I good. mean, I got Bobby in town. We can soft close it up anytime we want. Okay. Right, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna leave that at soy them beans. Um, no, what Sawyer, I was gonna say. Soyering them beans. Soyering. Soy, oh, okay. Whoa. That's a. <laughs> that's going down a path I don't want to. I don't want to unpack anymore. Of oh, the path man. less traveled by. Yeah. Would you say? No. We're gonna st- we're gonna stay on the high road. Um, on that one. <laughs> well, that was uh, underhanded. Uh, what I am getting. What I'm saying is, is so. The question I was gonna ask is. Do you feel that some of the, and this is kind of loaded, um, do you feel some of the, and I'm not going to say the, the major outlets or the journalists, the actual people that are paid to be journalists, but some of the influencers this week that maybe reviewed this game, maybe put videos out about this game that got access to it on the PC, do uh-huh. we feel that there was some irresponsible takes, especially in the light of what just happened at Blizzard last week? Um, yeah, I have yeah, very man. strong opinions about it. Like these, uh, you go ahead, Bobby, and then I'll then I'll go muscle mage crazy. I, I think that like it, it always sucks when something you care about gets shit on. Right? It's hard. It's hard not to get defensive. <laughs> always. And like as much as you can be like, oh, you know, that's just like your fucking opinion, man. Like whenever you whenever you saw this shit kind of like unfolding this week, um, especially during the betas, and like I guess it's a little bit more excusable there, but like. It just seems like there is almost an agenda 
to like shit on and yep. kick this thing down as much as they can before it even has an opportunity. I mean, like a lot of what I heard people were upset with is being addressed in the patch, which you can argue, well, why is there a patch on, on like the game came out on the 15th. Like that's what everybody's saying. Like the game was released on the 15th. And they're calling it the day one patch for the, the 22nd. No, nope, um, the game was not released on the 15th. The game is released on February 22nd. Every fucking calendar in the world says February 22nd. 100%. And, I mean, like, you could argue, like, well, you know, people who pay the most for this game are getting the worst experiences and all this other shit. Like, I don't think that's the case here. But what I do think is is that the people who have the ability to shape uh, people's opinions very easily with little to no uh, discord or... Little to no research on those receiving that information being done. Basically, what they're hearing is is it's a broken mess that doesn't live up to the hype. It should have delivered more than what Destiny or uh, the Division did because why didn't it learn from those mistakes? And in, in the day and age of Apex, who releases a damn near perfect game on their first outing, I mean, like there was all these little like weird fucking things that happened at one time, and like within a week, a lot of people's hopes and dreams and hype were diminished by. <clears throat> a few influencers and journalists and it's i don't think it's particularly fair yeah i i don't think it's fair and i don't think it's responsible on the uh you know and i under, i'm not slighting any journalists they're doing their job right but you know it's, right and caleb you can correct me if i'm wrong here but you're supposed to remain as unbiased as you possibly can right i don't think an influencer and if you're writing a completely if you're writing a review piece, right? I understand there's always going to be some sort of bias. I'm not talking about editorials or opinion pieces that that's the whole point of it. What I'm saying is though is I don't know. I guess just it it hits a nerve last week after, you know, we saw 800 people just get axed um off the back of, you know, uh you know, for for no other reason than get the shareholders. I feel like this game to Bobby's point is just it's trendy to hate on it for some reason. And it's mm-hmm. fun, and people are enjoying um, bashing it. Um, that one video that we posted in the discords um, that went around, I, I can't remember the name of the guy who made it, um, it was just 40 minutes of talking shit to talk shit. Um, so I, I, I think, just don't get I mean, it. I just don't get it. I don't understand yeah. why there's a need to break this game down um, more than I've seen other games get broken down. Um, well, I'm, if you ahead, if you put it in the in the the form of it is a beta, they're doing a beta test of a game that's not ready for launch yet. I don't understand why everybody gets so butthurt about betas. The reason that they're putting this out is because we're putting it out as it is right now. There will be bugs. There's going to be glitches. There's going to be issues. But the fact of the matter is that. We are putting this out so when you guys can come through, play the game, tell us what's wrong, we will fix it before the day of, and when it comes out, all these negative reviews and everything are going to be completely pointless. Like, what's the point of sitting there and bashing something for 40 minutes that is a beta? If they release the game and it has all this stuff, then I I feel like it's somewhat justified, but there's no reason to bash it in a beta form. There's no reason for it. It's I, it just, it no, just blows right. my mind that people they they choose to do it on purpose. I'm gonna go through and find everything that's wrong with it, regardless. Right. And I'm gonna say this game is garbage, regardless of what they're gonna do in the changes when the game comes out. And yeah, you know, so God, there's <clears throat> so there's a lot about this that like 
has been really heavy on my brain uh, and heart over the last like three weeks because there's a problem I think, and I wrote about this like a year and a half ago. I wrote about like game culture and the culture of criticism as a whole um, because there's a there's a difference between like <sighs> reviews aren't objective anymore. Right. I don't think they ever should have been, nor were they ever really. The thing, they, what what reviews are is someone's score on a game, and there's no scale you can build that applies to every single game. Therefore, if you're giving a score, which most places don't do anymore, because it's like giving a kid a grade. Like, the, How do you minimize an entire development process to two numbers? Right. Um, anyway... <clears throat> What reviews are are objective opinions about a thing. The problem is, when you're looking at blogs, you can find blogs that have your thought processes and have your mentalities, and you can read what they write and believe what they say and take what they say because you know that you agree with them. Bobby and I are both huge Waypoint fans, and I didn't want to say anybody else was because I just don't know for sure. I know Bobby and I are. Anything Waypoint writes, I look at and I agree with, like, 90% of the time. There's only a few times they have takes, and I'm like, uh, their stuff's all super objective, or super subjective. Their reviews are written in their personalities and in their mindsets and with their experiences, and that's what reviews are supposed to be. The problem I think we're in right now is there's so many people writing reviews and making review videos that aren't beholden to an organization's ideals. And so these YouTube videos come out, and you have these guys making YouTube videos for themselves when they have millions of viewers. Right. And they can just talk as much shit as they want. Dude, I literally and saw a YouTube title that said, is Anthem 2019's Fallout 76. Like, legitimately put that out there. And I mean, like, whatever is going on with, with, with Bethesda and, and Fallout, like, that's their own thing. And, like, I, I don't want to see people lose their jobs, obviously, because, like, that shit sucks. But... At the same time, like, they're taking something that they know is clickbaity as all get out, and they're putting that with a game. I mean, it's just, it's fucking sad. And as somebody who, so, like, for me, when when Red Dead 2 came out, like, I had an incredible amount of hype for that game. And I got into it, and, like, there was about maybe 12 hours in, I start to realize, like, I legitimately don't like this game. And I'm having a lot of issues with it. Yeah. And... There became this like really weird like self-conscious moment for me where it's like, but everybody I know loves this game and all the reviews tell me I should like it. Like, how can I feel passionately about this and and be on the outside of what they're saying? Like, how can I stick to what I know is true? And like, it's so hard, I think, in a situation like when you don't like something everybody else does versus like if you do like it, like you have to go out and defend it and attack it and you get attacked a little bit more. Yeah. But it's just, it's a shitty situation and it's a dangerous situation. Like, on one hand, I think we deserve to hear what people think about these games. And, like, if you look at what we're doing right now, we're streaming our opinions, we're doing a podcast on our opinions. So, I certainly hope people take weight into what we say. Like, if anybody yeah. like, hears me talk about a game, I just hope they want to go out and try something new. Like, I don't want to shit on somebody if yeah. they like something or dislike something, you know? Like, that's not what I'm here to do. And beyond that, I th- and coincidentally, Waypoint was super lukewarm on Red Dead as well. Um, and I have issues with some of the things they liked, or dis- disliked, and I'm sure you have some issues with some of the things they liked. But in- at the end of the day, and this has almost completely gone away from being just about Anthem, at the end of the day, 
reviews are like news. If you watch one channel, you're doing it wrong. Right. And so, yes, all of us here talk about content and we'll review content from our own perspectives and as an organization, right? Like, if you're listening to Bounty Board, you're listening to the four of us through Bounty Board's voice with our own voices added. But what I think all of us here would agree on and all of us here want is not for people to go out and listen to us and go, I'm going to buy that game because of them. Or I'm, right. this game is shit because of us. Hear us and go, huh, all right. Well, what do these people think? And yep. what do these people right. think? Yep. And make a decision based on an aggregate. That's what fucking Metacritic is, right? Metacritic yep. is aggregated scores from all over the place. Metacritic has its own issues, so I'm not meaning to bring that up as a go-to place. The point is, reviews... Everyone thinks reviews are supposed to be objective. The only thing that exists in this world that's objective is news and facts, mm-hmm. right? right? And, like, facts are objective. Opinions can't be objective. By their very nature, an opinion is not objective. Right. Um, and so, like, A, I feel like I'm, I'm rambling a lot, but, like, A, don't expect your reviews to be objective, and you won't be so disappointed by none of the reviews being objective. That's the first thing. B... Because reviews aren't objective, <laughs> watch more than one. Um, yeah, yeah. Read more than one. Get different sources and like go into it with an informed fucking opinion. That's my biggest beef with it. I think this is everyone here's biggest beef with it. Is it's, I watched one video and they shat on it, so fuck that game. Right. And it's like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> like, nobody wants you to want... <clears throat> or no. they, read, like, they read a few headlines that are seemingly negative and they maybe share... Yeah, that's... That's the yeah. thing that that's the thing I think gets on my nerves the most is, and that's where I've had a lot of conversations. And if muscle, if you're still here and you're not in the middle of a fight, there was a there was a conversation in one of the discords that we're both in together, um, that seemed to revolve around that one video that was getting a lot of play. I know that we shared it. I watched it all the way through, um, and and the whole conversation resulted around that video determining the entirety of the game and it seemed as though there was no swaying opinion even though the, it, it had not been experienced and I think what I was getting at from and apologies I, I misspoke a little bit when I said reviews are not meant to be opinions they are very much that person's opinion they were chosen by whatever their company was to write that piece uh, yeah. and give their opinion on it that's what they're paid to do yeah. um, what I was getting at though is I feel like some of these people are taking the levit- taking the latitude to be overtly negative just because it's trendy, and I feel that is irresponsible. I'm not saying you can't have your own opinion. If you're down on yeah. a game, be down on a game. That's fine. It's not your right. cup of tea. I get it. But- yeah, but the issue is they're being overtly negative, and they're acting like they're being objective. Correct. They're like, right. I'm, just re- I'm just relaying the facts. No, fuck you. You're not. You're not. Like, no, you're, not. you're just relaying the negative. There's positive. There's yep. no way you can put in a game and have zero fun. Yep. And I think, I well, think there it all is comes a way, down to this. Like, so a couple thoughts, again. Like, one, I don't want to penalize or belittle any company that is willing to take a risk on something brand fucking new. Yeah. In 2019... Yeah. To put out something that is a new idea, a new IP, it's not a sequel, it's not a known quantity, it's not a fucking annual release of the same shit that we know, yet they try something new and they are hung out to dry because it's not fucking perfect. Well, no shit. Like, you have to try hard. You have to be working hard on making things better all the time. 
like all these like year after year shooters, your Call of Duties, your fucking Battlefields, all those things that come out that can be lackluster and get a pass because, well, hey, it's Call of Duty. Like I'm going to buy the same shit or a sports game that has an incremental update that still sells buku bucks because it's a known quantity. Like yet here's Bioware, one of my favorite developers from, you know, years and years and years ago. But now they're trying something new after having two back-to-back games that weren't fantastic. And it's almost like because they failed twice, people expect them to just be fucking wiped off the fucking face of the earth. And I think that's really shitty. And I don't think it's fair. And I think that there needs to be some sort of accountability on, like, how we approach these things as a community in gaming. Yeah. And, like, if you look at the patch notes for what they released, it's a novel. (laughs) Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, they fixed a lot of stuff because they had two fucking months to do it. Um, Well, we've talked about... Yeah, so with with the beta and everything, they they even put out saying that, you know, they stayed, like, nonstop the entire weekend reviewing gameplay of of Anthem. Like, they even posted on Twitter, like, the pics of their... Ba- their battle room or whatever you want to call it of them just sitting watching the data watching everything that's happening going on like a team that's devoted that much to where think- their, their their team is actually coming in on a weekend to make sure that they can see everything that's going wrong and to put that out there I don't think I've seen anybody else do that I mean, there's pro- they they probably do it obviously, right. but, but but they're they, being they're they, being cl- they're being transparent. They're showing right. It. They're exactly. like, look, we fucking care, right? And I think <laughs> I, I want to. And sorry, Bobby, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to. I want to no, just. I want to point out some things in exactly that vein, right? Is it is very much if you think back to the launch of the original Destiny or hell, even Destiny Two, um, division, uh, the division, the lack of communication that was received mm-hmm. on those games on what was coming, what was fixing. I think. And I want to. I, I, I'm. I'm going to try. And I know Caleb, you're. You were getting there too. But I want to get us back to the yeah. positive and why we're hyped up about this. Um, hey, Smurf, welcome. Uh, What's up, Dirty Smurf? So uh, get your facts ready, brother, because we're calling on you again. So oh yeah, I'm Smurf giving, facts. I'm getting it in early. Get that. Get that Smurf fact in. Get it. Start research. Anyway, so I want to. <laughs> I want to get this back to the positive and why we're hyped up. We spend a lot of time on the negative and the reviews, but I think I'm hyped personally because I see Bioware's commitment in the two months since the game has gone gold, the two weekends that the demo ran, and now the day one patch notes, the speed of iteration, how they're communicating. I think it's awesome. Like the second Apex came out, there was like they saw the way that the ping system worked and you've got developers at Bioware saying we're already talking to Respawn to figure out how we can maybe borrow that for a future quality of life. I love how Adjustment. interconnected like, I love how interconnected developers are. That's for the longest time for the longest time it was this idea that they're all competing and they all fucking hate each other and like over the last 2 years we've seen I just got really close to my mic sorry. Over the last 2 years we've seen that that's not the case like developers love talking to each other and love sharing shit. Like, I remember yep. reading about, like, a coffee shop where guys from um, fucking PlayStation, Santa Monica, the guys that made um, <clears throat> Sony Santa Monica, the guys that made God of War, would go and hang out with the people from Naughty Dog in Santa Monica and figure out how they do mocap so that they can yep. make God of War as good as it is because they appreciate what Last of Us and um, Uncharted is. Yeah. Um, but, like, the... Two things, and then I want to move on. Go. One, Bioware's never fucking made a game like this. Nope. Their games are no. all single-player focused, 
with a multiplayer yeah. element sometimes. Sometimes. Um, and they're making now a live service game that like is multiplayer focused. Not PvP focused, sure, PvE focused still, because that's what they did in the Mass Effect games and and, and uh It was awesome. Dragon Age. Um but like they've never made a game like this with its focus, and they've never made a game like this in genre, right? Like and I don't mean genre in terms of subject material. I mean genre in terms of where it gets put in a file right. box with other games. Um, and the fact that they're as agile as they are, they're as open as they are, and they're as willing to work with people as they are is encouraging and should be encouraging, and people are just shitting on it. Second thing before we move on, people around the world, uh, please stop comparing this release to fucking Apex. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do not please. Stop. Because Apex is made by a team of people who've been making first-person, online-only shooters since Call of Duty 4. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they've perfected that fucking formula. Yep. Uh, and they've been working on this game since the release of Titanfall 2. And newsflash, it's not that different from Titanfall 2. Nope. A- Anthem not. is fucking brand new. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot right now. But I love it. Anthem, Anthem is brand new IP, as Bobby said. It's brand new software and hardware requiring tech like Bobby mentioned like it's brand fucking new Apex is Titanfall 2 Battle Royale please stop comparing them yep okay well, here's, here's, the last thing I want to say on it okay. is that you pay 60 bucks for a game that you know is a fucking service like you know it's an ongoing thing like it's not a definitive like day one it's it's signed sealed delivered it's, it's going to change like the game could be exactly how you want it right now, and I promise you, in a year from now, that game's going to be different. Whether you want it or not, it's going to change. And so, to expect yeah. it to be in its most perfect condition on day one, especially like if you are like any like if you are this vaguely familiar with how this shit works in in, in the gaming industry, like you know damn well that this is going to be updated a lot, and they're going to be adding new shit to it a lot. So. Anybody who is like ringing a bell saying like this is the end of Bioware or that this game is fucking dead on on arrival. <laughs> no, you're like, wrong. You're high off your own shit. Like, come on, like wisen up. Like, how many different times do you have to see this happen before do we realize that they are looking to their community to all your points? Like, it is one of the most transparent and vulnerable uh, communications I've seen yet mm-hmm. from. Uh, a developer to its community on a brand new IP. Yep. Like, give them some fucking, like, grace to, like, learn and make this what you want it to be. Yep. In my opinion, day one haters can chew glass. Um, if you come back in three months and you he, don't like it... He's not talking about me. Actual <laughs> no. glass. <laughs> no. Like, you yeah. can chew, like, the window pane glass. Um, if you come back to it in three months and with the developments you still don't like it, that's totally fine. You're entirely entitled to that. But day one... Writing a game off that is intending and has announced it is going to change is short-sighted and stupid. But moving on from the hype train and what it what it does to people who don't know how to do their research. Um, yeah. What is it that we are expecting from Anthem? What do you guys see coming in the future? What do you want to see come out of it? Because we have a bunch of people who've played a lot of Destiny. Ryan, you haven't, but you have played Fortnite for a little bit. We've played PUBG a bunch, and we've played Apex. And the reason I bring those back into the conversation is not to compare them in terms of launch, but to compare them in terms of content that comes out over time. I would even bring Rocket League up in this, Ryan. We all know what games look like that develop over time. You forgot to say bitch after up in this, up in this bitch. Up in, up in the did ditch. I did I say up in this? Yeah, you did. I, I have to agree with what Mage is saying. Like, absolutely, you want some raids in there. Um, I would like to see them add more seasonal content. 
I want to see them do some shit with like uh, more events, which they've already said they're going to do with the Catalyst. Um, I would like to get some unique loot based off of some of those events. Oh yeah, right. sure. Um, I eventually would be open to the idea of like adding new javelin classes in or subclasses to the current John, uh, javelins that are out. And, uh, yes, I know. I'm super excited about that mage. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, and I'd like to maybe see, like, expanding the world. Like, is there other shit that you can maybe bounce to down the line? Like, different different places besides Bastion. Yeah, sure. Um, Ryan, what do you what do you want to see? What's going to maintain your interest over the next, uh, say, year that we're probably all going to be dipping our toes back into this game? Um... I think like world events would be cool, something like what Warframe's got, because they've got those world world events that just pop up randomly. I know they do have something of that sort in Anthem already, um, but like Bobby was saying, like if they had a world event that popped up that you got specific loot that you only had a certain amount of time to grab, and now that loot's gone for I don't know a week week or two or whatever until until a different world event where they recycle that that same loot coming back through. Um, Something more of like daily challenges would probably be would probably bring me back in. Also, um, I know like Panda Panda gets on to do do his normal stuff to do um, his daily challenges or weekly challenges that kind of stuff, and I would I there, would definitely enjoy that. There are yeah, so there, in, yeah, there are dailies and weeklies. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, we, okay. we got to remember Sarge and and you haven't played much of this right, right. Uh, yeah. recently, um, but yeah, there is a daily, weekly, and monthly um, challenge board in yep. that game um but yeah is absolutely. it is it is it a bounty board mm, it might be a bounty board but they couldn't say bounty board because we have that shit damn <laughs> <right>. <laughs> just so you know bioware you call that shit a bounty board you'd be expected to talk to our casey, lawyer but casey come on in yeah because uh, or, or or just casey come hang out just we'll kind of hang out we'll, man we'll buy you we'll buy you a bounty board soft clothes we, snuggie and we'll be good yep we can talk hair product <laughs> um <Bobby>. and games <laughs> could be great uh what do you guys want to, like besides eric, like me obviously what do you guys want from this my yeah turn, uh, my is it my turn yeah eric it's your turn go oh buckle up boys oh jesus um, everybody put on your ponchos yeah put them on because here it comes uh so for those of you who don't know i'm a huge fan of the diablo <laughs> series and this is basically diablo in an iron man suit as far as i'm concerned um, the the way that the progression works, the way that you get to the end of the game, and the way that they just keep offering more challenge tiers. Uh, I know you guys didn't play uh, to the point where they had the the dungeons um, and the greater rifts, uh, but that's what every level in this game has. Basically, is okay, cool. You're gonna go beat it this one. Now you're gonna grind that torment level in this one. It's the grandmaster level of the elder game. Oh god, it just it makes me happy when I say that. Um, <laughs> of the elder game and it's just going to go. So as long as they can keep supplementing it with, you know, higher difficulty tiers, better, you know, more challenges, like the way the greater rifts work in Diablo is, is it just keeps going. Right. And it just keeps getting harder and harder and harder and harder. And the goal is what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah, watching a lot of the office. Sorry. The goal there is to get, you know, break a hundred. Um, Right, so scale the system, um, you know, get it up there, and then you know just keep infusing it with loot. You don't have to worry about PvP balance, so just give us loot, which I think is where Destiny fell short a little bit. Is there just wasn't enough loot? There's like twelve exotic weapons, and they like, had what to, the fuck? Yeah, and they had to balance <laughs> it. So give us to Bobby's point. Give us unique 
give us unique um, give us unique guns give us unique armor give us um, all types of shit that, it, that that does that and just let us keep running I love that grind I love the gameplay loop that I played in the beta and I'm gonna tell you right now as soon as we get off this podcast it's gonna be we're all gonna be in that shit gonna be right are, we gonna, are we gonna run a four man boys yes yeah, I thought that's what we were uh, we better I thought we were rolling from this <laughs> uh, uh, right we the... fucking we fucking well, better I mean, Eric, like the one tonight, thing I, I think know. that's super fucking rad too is like <laughs> Smart's getting left out the, uh, they had the two vinyls <laughs> that they gave away one for the VIP yeah. and then there was another one for the uh, I think if you pre-ordered it you got it and now the Legion of Dawn stuff too so like yeah. Give me that, like, cosmetic shit. Even if I don't equip it, like, I want to be able to go in and look and be like, oh, yeah, that was from that event that happened, you know, two seasons ago. Like, that was a really fucking rad thing. Like, we had those. Yeah, that's. I, I was running that with all four of my, my friends. Rocket League is shit. very good at that. Yeah. And so having season-specific shit where it's like, yo, you got this rank this season, and, like, people will be able to see, oh, that was because he was Platinum Season 9 or some shit like right. that. Like, you can yeah. actually tell. Um, yeah. So what I want to see from it, uh, Eric, were you done? I don't want to cut you off. No, sorry, I was saying yeah to the chat. My bad. I no, no, no. I just like, or were you done talking about what you wanted to see from no, I'm it? Good. Oh no, we okay. Not. No, I okay, mean I so... could go for another hour, but you know, go. <laughs> yeah, you that's what time. she said. Um, so what I Jesus. want to see from it, and I know a lot of this stuff is stuff that we're gonna share, so I won't try. I'll try not to repeat what's already been said. But I want. So there's a thing in the game built in that's like uh, you get like alliance XP, right? For like playing with your friends or something like that i don't know where that comes from um or how they dictate what's an alliance um i guess it's if you play multiple games together or stay in the same squad whatever um if you have an answer for that chat jump in there and let me know but um i want to see uh like a clan system that allows you to group up with like you're fucking freelancers right we should be able to build our own pmc essentially um, for those who aren't aware, PMC is private military company. We should be able to build our own core of freelancers, um, give it a name, and I would love to see this game give groups that are clanned up loot because they're clanned up. It doesn't have to be specific to your clan, but I think what Destiny misses to me is like, I'm in a clan full of people, you give me clan objectives, you give me a clan XP bar, but I don't get any gear because I'm in a clan. Right, I get gear for the game that I can unlock differently because I'm in a clan, but I want gear that's like, yo, this is clan gear that they got because they're in a group that plays consistently. I think that's a really good way to reward people to stick it with it with their friends, uh, right. and it's something that no one's done yet. Um, hopefully the division does this too, but still. Um, the clan thing would be cool too for the fact that, like, say you own the clan, you wanted to make nerdy bit colors, that as soon as you join that clan and you join up with your team... Regardless of what it is, as long as you're in there, everybody gets the same color scheme. Cool. Um, so, real what? quick, Smurf just uh, updated what the clan system is. I'm going to try and figure out where it starts. So, the best way to play Anthem is with a team, adventuring out into the world with friends and fellow freelancers by your side. The Anthem Alliance system makes grouping up even better by giving you and everyone else you play with an extra batch of in-game coins for being a team player. Oh. Um... Part of that's cut off, but as you continue to accrue XP, you will pass through 10 different Alliance XP tiers. At the end of every week, you have the potential to be rewarded with coin based on how much XP has been added to your Alliance system pool. Coins can be used to get cosmetics, emotes, and rare resources. That's already dope, and I love that. I still want gear that you get for being in an Alliance. Um, Caleb, I think Eric had one more what he wanted to bring up really quick. Oh, yeah. Eric? Yeah, so Muscle brought it up a little bit, and I think... 
I just have, and him and I have talked about this a lot in his stream. Um, and I, I have, and we, I think we both share the same gut feeling that this is going to be that fucking dagger in Sony's side that Microsoft and EA have. And in a month or two, once the server stabilizes, or maybe that first content drop comes out, I have a feeling Microsoft's going to flip that switch and EA's going to flip that switch and we're going to get crossplay. I just have this gut feeling and I want it because yeah. flip that switch and I think <laughs> if that happens and all of a sudden now that player pool is just increased, it couldn't happen with something like Destiny because of the difference between 60 and uh, the, the 30 frame lock and then the unlimited cap. But this one, there's a, 30 and 60 don't really matter that much because it's all PVE and there's no scaling to worry about. <laughs> Um, and we just hashtag got, flip that switch. Hashtag flip that switch. Flip that switch. Bobby, you had one more share. What's up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when I was playing Dragon Quest this year, uh, this past year, I'm sorry. Like one of the things I liked about it is like when you're when you had multiple party members become hyped up, they had the ability to do like this really crazy like group special. Um, it's kind of like an all out attack and persona that sort of shit. But it would be neat if they would introduce some sort of uh, element within Anthem that you could link up and like if. Both people had an alt. You could do like a like a Voltron like linked up fucking javelin type thing, where there was like this massive fucking, <laughs> fucking attack. Gundam. I think that's I think that's already happening, right? Like, I mean, we haven't played as much of the game as is available, and but with the combo stuff. system, it's already kind of baked in. That's what I mean. Yeah, I think with the combo system, we'll start to see. I wonder, it, does your super change ever? Mm-mm. No. Mm. So when they add more javelins, right? Yeah. Um, but like um, already, I've noticed like I have a pulse with my um, ranger that like you charge up and it like zips and instantly hits something and it breaks combos. So I'll we had uh, our buddy Odin jump in with the Colossus and his flamethrower and light up a group, and I just thunked one of those right into the middle and the whole group just fucking kaboom and it was amazing. And like that changed when I got a different set of gear. And I was like, okay, now I can prime stuff. Uh, Odin, move your flame, take your flamethrower off, and use like an area of effect detonation yep. ability that detonates uh, a group. Um, to answer Smurf really quick, uh, the storm has three elements that rotate, so it drops down, you know, uh, fire, ice, electrical. And, what was what uh, was Smurf's question? The storm doesn't the storms change? The storm just rains down hellfire. Okay. Yeah, and it cycles through three different one of those elements. Yep. So like you'll get combos because of, but it's not a different special. It's the exact same thing each time. Yeah, it's a rotation. But. You get all three. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked what, st- what Smurf's question was is because people listening don't know what you're answering. That was it. Oh, um, sorry. No, you're good. I just... I, <laughs> I I'm really... new to Twitch. <laughs> yeah, what does this even mean? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, okay, so we've kind of gone through the big discussion topics that I had. Um, because the will it live up is a question that's literally unanswerable, and I don't know why I put it in a discussion topic. Um, and we've already gone through what we expected. So, um, I have some questions for everybody that are still... I guess it's more questions. It's, I don't know why I separated these. My brain is a bowl of spaghetti right now. Anyway, um, what about the game that we've played so far lived up to your expectations? Like, what What? What did you go in expecting and, like, it nail immediately? I... I- I went in expecting exactly what I got. A looter shooter that runs mission content over and over again and just lets me fly around like Iron Man. Um, <laughs> that's All right. that's what I wanted. It's really rudimentary and reptilian because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 
you know, that that guy, but it's that's what I wanted out of this game, and that's what I got. Um, I got a power I got a power play fantasy that allows me to be Iron Man in multiple scenarios. Uh, I think the flight aspect is every single time that I take off in this game, and I've mm. put in some fucking hours. It's with this, so good, dude. It it just feels so good. Like it. Every pop of the afterburners is a fucking yeah, man. Right. Like, mm. like they they nailed that sense of belonging in that world. Like yeah. when I like when I'm at the fort and I'm crawling into my javelin and like going through that whole like getting ready to take off. Like that's a really fucking cool moment that like I don't get tired of seeing. Uh, I think the promise of like the 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 team play that they really said like, hey, you're gonna have to play as a team because like I go back to Destiny and even the division. Uh, playing with a crew of people and like you could have that one guy that was like really really good on your team to kind of carry you and like what i've noticed in some of these uh you know hell fights on on anthem is the higher the level gets like you're gonna have to rely on your peers and the powers that like i don't need a like i love the storm class i think it's fantastic but i don't need to be running with four storms like i want to have that like i need to have those other elements in there to make it work well right yeah absolutely um uh I had a moment the other night playing with uh, the group I played that two hours with where we were fighting a... T- it wasn't a Titan. It was a... Um, one of those big scars. Um, one of those big scabs that's got a shield. Are they scabs or scars? They're scars. 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 Right. Okay. One of those big scars with a shield. Um, and there were two of us on a bridge facing him with the shield. And there were two people fighting elsewhere. And they were on their way up behind him. But he was like attacking me and throwing an area of effect thing. And I dashed to the left off of the bridge we were on and then hit my jump jets and flew out and around him and then went directly into hover and started firing into his back. And it was all of those mo- all of those movements were like natural, didn't think about it. And it happened in like a full 1.5 seconds. And it was the most like fucking Marvel movie action Dude, scene want, thing I've ever seen. I want the thick seen. boy Colossus to throw the interceptor like he like Colossus throws Wolverine in the comics. Yep. <laughs> Just fucking like, go that, yeah. that would be so awesome. That would be dope. Yeah, I want. But what I really want in, added in this game is NBA Street style supers where you're like throwing each other off of each other mm-hmm. and doing amazing shit. So I think I think um, I think that's <laughs> that's part of the thing and Panna brought up an interesting thing in the chat too. He said, you know, what happens when the scenarios start popping up where the meta starts forming and you can speed run something with four interceptors, four thick thick boys or four storms. I think that's part of the thing. <laughs> I love that we're just calling the Colossus the thick boy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all that's all Muscle mage, right there. Team thick boys. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, fucking thick boys thick unite. Boy unite. Hashtag. Um, but yeah, it's the it's that type of thing that I'm excited for, right? Is because Whoa. when you're running those greater rifts in Diablo, there's a set meta that you end up building that makes it that effective. And I think that's gonna, we're going to start seeing this here. We're going to see bi- certain builds rise to the top. We're going to see yeah. certain ways to run a thing. And I would imagine, like, if you guys do any type of research on Diablo 3, when a new season starts, I mean, it is the builds that could come out, the new gear variants that are coming out, the changes they made. I think we're going to start seeing websites like that pop up for this game if the content influx is there and we can keep it going. Uh, in the way that I think Bioware has plans to do it. Yeah. Um, I wish I could find this tweet. Sorry that I haven't been looking at the camera. There was a, a tweet a while ago, just to speak on what Bobby was saying, that like dissected the specifically the animation of free fall to to flight and how like 
the initial explosion covers up two thirds of the screen. And then like by the time the explosion from your dash into flight clears up, you're so far away from the camera, the camera has to catch back up. And in that transition of catching back up, it goes from over the shoulder, third person to dead center flight camera and how like clear it is. They put in a lot of work and how smooth and beautiful it is. And it's a really, really good tweet. And I'm trying to get it so I can share it in the chat and I haven't been able to find it. I'll, I'll keep looking. But um, And that the, animation is different with every javelin. Sorry, Bobby. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's such a, a small little detail that like this I love so much is when you're flying and you dodge as a storm, you kind of banth over to mm-hmm. either side of the screen. Yeah. And when you come back out of your banth, he does this subtle like like kind of wobble to like get himself balanced again. <laughs> yeah, like an oh shit. Okay, I'm back in reality. Right. It's just so good. It's, it's so, so good. good, dude. The the javel or the the um the what's the normal ass one? The ranger. Yeah, the ranger. Yeah, the ranger. When it does its side dash, it spins, and like when it finishes its spin, you can see the pilot like oh fuck and straighten himself yeah. back out. It's so yeah, it's good. It's so good. I'm, it's it's, so it's good. even even the takeoffs are different. Like the interceptor mm-hmm. does this little backflip. Oh, it's like Starscream, like, dude. It's like yeah, yeah. It's yeah like he, transforming, he does his flying backflip away. and then takes off. You know, it's it's freaking insane that so you know they've good. got Guys, different things, different. <laughs> Action Can we just start playing? I just yeah. want to play so <laughs> bad. I was just about to say, I'm like, guys, let's fucking, let's, let's go. Yeah. Let's just go play. Well, yeah, we can do that. There's not many more questions I think we can ask about this that we haven't already stated. Um, I will ask this question, though, because, well, is there anything that anybody disliked immediately? Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I'll say there was a couple, there was a couple parts on, like, when we were playing, like, the hard, uh, hard level. Um, the towers took like a good two two minutes solid of nonstop shooting at them to destroy them, regardless of if you were shooting with the strongest guns, using your abilities, ultimates. Like the the health took a while to take those giant towers out, compared to like the the like the giant enemies. They don't take as long to kill, but those towers that can snipe you out of the sky and make you overheat instantly. It's like. Well, damn! I got to take five minutes to kill each one of these things. Well, some, a, some locations they've got like five of them. Yeah, you just got to get good, buddy. Well, it's, yeah, it's not even that. There's a meta to. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. There, there's a weakness to that. Like sniper rifles, uh, to Smurf's point in the chat, seem to be the tower's weaknesses. Like I noticed that in the beta. Like when I would hit them with a sniper rifle, they would, and they would chunk the health off. So I think that's part of the yeah. discovery of the game, right? In this type of game, is what build works best, what situation uh, happens. I think the thing that was the most jarring to me. Um, was the fact that I have to do free roam in public. Um, mm. I would love to just... Yeah. I, I feel that uh, Destiny uh, Destiny handles that really well, is when I load into an area or a zone, I'm just kind of organically seeing people and meeting people. I understand yeah. that you're loading into the entirety of the map uh, in this, which so it's a little bit different instance where the Destiny maps are much, much, much smaller. Uh, and they don't have yep, the verticality yep, 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 and the yep, up and yep. down. Um, so yeah, I think I think that would be something that would be cool, or just more open world traversal uh, without. I wish, I wish there was a preview or an ability to try out guns and or abilities before going out. Um, that's something that is a bit of a bummer. Like I don't mind so oh, much firing range. To, like, hmm. yeah, I'd like to have a firing range or something because like if I switch out some of my powers. Like, to get loaded up and go back out and come back in, at least pre-patch, I think they've improved it post-patch, took quite a bit of time to do. 
Uh, I don't mind so much like having like different build outs that I can load up and run out with if I wanted to play a different way. Like I know I know the community or some parts of the community are upset that you can't like equip things as you pick them up. But I don't mind that as much as I don't. I wish I knew a little bit more about what I was equipping before going out. Right. Yeah, That's sure. Um, so in the chat, I threw in that link. Um, it's a, a the Twitter account, account is Dan Lowe, and he goes through the uh, Anthem flight transition. Um, I'll show. I'll throw this in the show notes for everybody listening to. Um, real quick, my beef, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby and I, and I got in a little bit of a scuffle. Um, not physical, just verbal. Um, I did. I had a huge issue with the the sound levels in the beta and i don't know if they changed or maybe i had my headset too quiet but um when i played the beta like everything sounded weak and and i don't mean like they were weak based on what they did damage wise i meant like everything felt like it was muffled um like the storms like ice shard abilities didn't sound sharp they sound pissy um and like the little fire burst sounded like pop rocks not like explosions um sparkles i will say yeah it did it felt like someone was throwing <laughs> the, like a sparkler the scene <laughs> from thor ragnarok oh hey sparkles just jeff Gordon. yeah sparkles <laughs> yeah um so i had a really big problem with that in the beta i was like man this sounds in this game suck uh but i played the the uh, early access portion of from from ea access and like that's all gone mm-hmm. um so yeah, I don't Hell know. Yeah. I don't know what was up, but I I had an issue initially with the sounds and the snipers. Um, Smurf just uh, <clears throat> see Storm's ice weren't thumping. He says it. Smurf confirms what I just said. I'm just gonna say this: like yeah, I can't think of a situation where where ice <laughs> was thumping. Like ice has never been something that has like a lot of weight to. Sorry, it. Are no, we, but are it we, didn't are sound. We talking about it didn't ice, sound sharp. Are we talking about that ice was my tea point. or ice cube? I just want to be clear. We're talking Both? about which vanilla ice, ice which, you dumbass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just want to clarify which ice then. is thumping. I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, so, no, I don't mean thump. Um, that was something that was... Okay, the sounds overall felt weak, and I can't describe that adequately across the myriad of sounds there are. I The ice didn't sound sharp. It sounded pissy. It sounded like someone... Yeah. Going, I agree. and I wanted it to sound like giant blades being thrown through the air because these these javelins are fucking eight feet tall, and if they're throwing ice at something else that's eight feet tall and it's impaling it, they're gonna be huge fucking shards. No, I agree with you, one hundred percent. That being said, that. that sound effect sounded better last time I played, so I don't fucking know. Yep. Okay, God, don't, <laughs> don't at me. All right, ice ice um, ice ice. <laughs> we've already talked about. Um, Thick boys and shit, so I have to ask what javelin class speaks to y'all. Interceptor. In, ra- in wrapping up, what javelin class speaks Storm. to your soul? Storm is Bobby. Ryan? Ranger. Ranger. Eric? Yeah, interceptor. All day. All right, so I guess I have to play the thick boy then. Yeah! You don't have to, no, yeah, you but you should. To, but you can't thick, play thick boy? Well, I want us to have a diversity in our group, right? Storm, like, Colossus, Ranger, Interceptor. That's how I put them in order. Storm, Colossus, Ranger, Interceptor. I have mm-hmm. the Interceptor's the only one I haven't played with yet. Mm. Them dual I um, probably won't play with Interceptor just because of all, all the other boy? games. <laughs> all the Sorry. other games that I play, I don't. I don't like being up gla- close and personal. The, the glass cannon. Well, no, not that. It's just like I don't like being up close and personal. I like having that range. Like on League of Legends, I play eighty carry just because I have the range on everything. I have something that I can quickly get away from because I'm already away from whatever I'm attacking. 
So it's just that's just so, my my play style. Yeah, here's the here's the thing I love about and they did with this that it's not a separate character for each javelin. So you don't have to worry and they took away the levels of javelin, right? So that was one of the things I had concern about when this game initially launched is um and that's one of the things I dislike about Diablo um is you have to level each character class up in each season. In this one it's okay, cool. Caleb, you're running interceptor this mission. I'm, I'll go ahead and run thick boy. Um, you know, as as long as the gear gets there, and I think it was really smart of them to do that um, in that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any final comments we want to make on the game before we stop talking about the game and wrap up this show, so we can start playing the game? Yes, formulate your own opinion. If you have the means to pick this up and try it out, please do so. Um, I would ask, like, if you are curious, like, don't let a review necessarily inform you from trying this game out because I think it is incredibly uh, versatile in the way that you can play it. And uh, as you've all heard us talk, we are all playing with different characters that all do different things. Um, I think it is worth you taking time as, a, as somebody who enjoys video games to formulate uh, your own opinions and feelings on it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But be, be clear on why. And uh, if you do like it, you know, share that as well. Um, that's, one, that's one main reason why I don't read reviews. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. if I read something like everything was good about Red Dead, they said fantastic game, everything. I played 30 minutes of it and I put it down just because I, I couldn't get back into it. But everybody said it was so fantastic. Everything was great. You know, Eric's streams were, I don't know, short of orgasmic over that game. Just okay. from like the visual, mm. the visuals of it, but it's just you know here, if here, I would have stuck here, to reviews, here's my you thing. Know, I think that's one. Here's my thing about reviews, and I think that's what Caleb is. Is I think him and I are on the same point here. Is read uh-huh. reviews, but don't read one site, right? If right. you go and read IGN's review, go read Waypoint's review, then go read Polygon, then go read Kotaku. Just go read Twinfinite. Go read, go read a multitude of something, and then to the chat's point, to Bobby's point form your own opinion about it yo yo read a review that's really likes it and read a review that really doesn't like it yep. and figure out where they they overlap yep because they should and if they don't one of those reviews isn't being honest the other thing i want to say is speaking to what ryan was just saying you can read a bunch of reviews and go in with a pretty informed opinion and still dislike something yep and that's right. totally allowed totally allowed um Nobody goes to every movie and likes every movie, except for me, because I love movies. I do that. I um, like that's all not of true. Them. Walking with Dinosaurs was dog shit bad. Um, <laughs> I, f- I actually fell asleep with that movie. Anyway, um, did you see no, that? Pre kids or post kids? I worked at a movie theater, and my wife was out of town. There we and go. Okay, there was a school break, and I got off work, and I was like, "It's free. I'll watch it." Cool. I watched. I watched. Like bad grandpa later that night, high, and it was amazing. <laughs> but, but, but fucking walking with dinosaurs was bad. And then my boss got off and was like, "Do you want to smoke and get steak and shake and watch bad grandpa?" And I was like, "Yes, let's uh, go." And that was dope. That, so that redeemed the night. Um, but yeah, like it's not none of this is fail proof, guys. And so like if you ever read reviews and think you're going in with a well informed opinion, and I would argue Ryan did this exact thing. Like he heard from a bunch of people, it was dope. He read a bunch of reviews and saw everywhere everybody liked it. And he went in and still didn't like it. Like, you're, you always run that risk. Yeah. You always run that risk. Like, if I you don't... you like that style of game, 
play it, find out for yourself. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And more and more and more we're getting services that allow you to try shit cheap. Newsflash, you can get EA access for a month for five dollars. Try this game for ten hours. If you don't like it, don't fucking buy it. Yep. There you go. You can test it out. Game Pass, it's it's like like Game Pass. It's not nearly as good. But just do something and you can get it for you can get EA access for thirty dollars for the whole year. And that gets you a bunch of other stuff that's already in their vault, and you can try this game out. Um, So you have options. Don't dive in and hate yourself for it. Don't read or watch one thing and give up on it. Inform your own opinions. I'm I'm speaking to the choir now because we've all said the same thing, and I think our entire chat's like, yes, thank you. Um, So we're going to start to wrap up our show because we're all antsy to play this game, and we're going to wrap up our show the way we always wrap up our show, and that's sharing our bounties. Our bounties are what we're watching, reading, listening to, or playing, and we want to share it with you because we love it. So to get things started, Ryan, how many beans have you been soying? Uh, I haven't soyed any beans <laughs> since Apex came out. So Apex if that is, tells you anything. Apex has soyed your beans. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing Apex a lot. Been having a lot of good nights. Had a few. Had a few pretty bad nights. Last night wasn't so hot. We had one win out of like Ooh. thirty games. It's, but the uh, night before that, we won like five games I, in, in and like I told ten. You, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stream. We're going to have really good games. As soon as I started streaming, it was it was downhill. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it always happens. Um, it always happens. What yeah, else? Exactly. <laughs> what else have you been doing other than Apex? Um, I finally finished the first season of Ozark, which okay. was a really good ending in that first season, getting ready to start the second one. Um, I really enjoy that, that show a lot. Um, but, yeah, other than that, just work Apex and watching some shows, so... So, um, I'm going to stop the presses because I've made a mistake. Smurf Facts. I got you. Volume 2.0. I got, 2. Oh, 0. I got oh. you, Coach. I was not going to forget about it. I got it right That's here. That's all right. I, I do it, it before right bounties generally. Right. Yes, I'm swinging a slap bracelet for anybody curious. Cool. Great story. All yeah. right. So, Smurf Facts. In <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. In the... By, by the way, I, I, cool. I think, I think we need story. to have like a segue into Smurf Facts. We need like a... A hotkey that Eric hits. It's like, oh, you know what? Back of the week. We're gonna carry on. What we're gonna do? Newsies twenties. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna carry on with bounties, and I'm gonna do the transition at the end. So, Bobby, what are your bounties? Um, Far Cry New Dawn. I was playing that today because I couldn't play any more Anthem, and it's cool. It's it's much better than Far Cry Five was, even though it's like a direct sequel. I I like it a whole lot better. Um, so check that out for sure. Um, I am listening to uh, LCD Sound System had a live album come out come out a few weeks ago called Electric Lady Sessions and it's really fucking good. Um, I wrapped up Russian Doll. I think I said that last week. I, I'm on now to the current episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and my wife and I are enjoying that show a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> and uh, I've been reading a lot of. Uh, Misinformed individuals on the internet this week about Anthem. That's what I've been reading. Ooh, zing! Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> Eric, what are your bounties for the week? Uh, my bounties are: I started Umbrella Academy. It's very good um, so far Shoot. on Netflix. Shoot. I am enjoying it a lot. Uh, I think the representation of some of those characters is real good. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, what did we we finished up Sex Education finally? We watched the last episode. Um, 
that's a really good show. If anybody uh, hasn't watched that on Netflix, I'm glad it got picked up for a season two. Uh, I think there's a lot left to explore. Uh, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I get it. I get it. mm -hmm. Uh, Oh God, that was not a noise I needed to hear. mm, Yeah. Yes. Lots to explore. Lots to unpack on that show. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. That's a bit. Let's go play Anthem. That's really all I got. Oh, okay. No, my, my, no, right. Fine. We're going to leave. No one cares about my bounties Go. or Smurf facts, apparently. Go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, my bounties for the week, uh, like Bobby, I, well, I guess more than Bobby, I have beaten Far Cry New Dawn already. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um, Far Cry 5 was fun in its gameplay aspects, but its story mm-hmm. tried really hard yep. to be ironic and relevant. And in doing so, ended up being really in poor taste and poorly executed and new new dawn story is just apocalyptic mm-hmm. and so it's like motivations are the people in it weird it's really good um i don't want to say it's like a nine eight nine or ten game it's a solid ass seven though it was a lot of fun the open world is fun enough that i'll go through and play with bobby and a couple of my friends as they beat the game um but it's not like a high ranking game to me because it's still Far Cry Three. Right. The game hasn't really changed since Far Cry Three. Um, the yep. outposts work the same. The weapons work the same. They took out the crafting from Far Cry Three and Four and Primal, okay. and I don't like that. But whatever. Um, reading, reading. I'm uh, reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I just started it. Reading is not exactly true. I just started the audiobook, so I'm like the first chapter in. Um, I hear good things. I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. I'll let you know what I think about it when I'm done with it, for sure. Um, And um, watching, I have been watching... (sighs) I didn't watch much this week, actually, regrettably. I'm watching Parts Unknown. I actually had a moment today. Um, Anthony Bourdain was a huge, huge part of my family um, and, like, our love of food. And so his passing, like, literally two and a half weeks after my grandfather's passing, passing... fucking sucked um and i started an episode today and like 30 seconds in was sobbing (laughs) so i had a moment today um so i'm watching that um what's the other thing listening yeah well i've talked about the health album enough it's good i'm still listening to it um mansion air has an album coming out march 1st and they have singles out it's good um but guys, this whole episode we talked about reviews and opinions and i said that one thing is truly objective and that's facts and so it's time for our today's Smurf fact. Like that transition? I that do. Pretty good. Uh, so Friday. Smurf has shared his fact. This is courtesy of the Real D Smurf, Real Dirty Smurf in chat um, for you for use listenings. Um, the fact is, in the original game, The Legend of Zelda, players were limited to carrying 255 rupees. Why? The maximum value of an unsigned 8-bit value was 255. The maximum number of rupees was increased in later games, and in some games, the maximum number of rupees starts lower, but can be increased if Link acquires a larger wallet for his rupees. There you go. Let's go make some rupees. There it is. <laughs> Aren't you guys so glad you know that now? I am. Let's Thank go. you, Smurf. Thank you, Smurf, for the fact. Uh, thank you for the compliment on how smooth the transition was. Really, I owe it to you for giving us a fact to transition to. Um, but this has been Bounty Board, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. We definitely enjoy recording it. I think I can speak for everybody and say that. If you don't enjoy yes. it, please tell me. Um, yes. And you just won't be back next week. Um, but, <laughs> um, I post this audio on Mondays, and it goes into iTunes and Stitcher. We are actively working to get this in more places, everybody. So stay tuned. Um, we got some really cool shit. Oh, my God. We got some really there cool stuff coming up. I'm going to... baby. 
It's yeah, coming. follow follow um, at nerdy underscore bits on Twitter. I'm going to start sending um, teaser pictures of some of the things that we're going to start adding um, and all different kinds of cool stuff. So that'll be fun. Um, I post these episodes on our website at nerdybits.com slash listen. Um, listen has all of our podcasts. There's only this one that's active. There's a couple other podcasts that are older, D&D podcasts and a postmortem podcast that's getting revived soon. Um we post things that we write. Um, I post things that we write, that we all write, on nerdybits.com slash read. Um, and then I have Eric, Hybrid Glasses schedule, and Ryan, Sergeant Sodium's schedules on Twitch, on nerdybits.com slash watch. Other than that, you can follow, like I said, the Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. You can follow me on Twitter at lubwub. That's Twitter. Uh, you can find me there on Twitter with that. You can find me on Instagram, Xbox, PlayStation, the places it's important. Um, Bobby, where can people find you? And also, you were going to say something, and I cut you off. Oh, I was just going to make a comment that like you were bringing back something that was dead just to kill it again with postmortem. Uh, <laughs> Bobby's uh, on fire tonight. I'm going to call that podcast Solomon Grundy. Oh no, nah. Solomon Soft Clothes. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bobby, you are Solomon Soft Clothes Grundy. I he am. Is the, he uh, is the Soft Clothes sommelier. Would you just call Soft Clothes Solomon Grundy Solomon Grundle? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm aggressively trying to get myself to be lumberjack smack on everything that matters. Uh, I've got a plan in place, and I'm his birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm, 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 I'm doing it. Uh, yes, I'm Solomon Grundy. I'm here to get my name back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, um, Ryan. Where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium on Twitter and Twitch. I'm um, working on getting a YouTube channel, uh, Instagram going as well. So uh, that will be coming in the next month or so. Sweet. So. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And Eric, where can people find you? Right here on the front of the desk, hybrid glass. Every accounts. So come hang out. <laughs> sweet. That's all I got. Like I said... Like I said, guys, this has been Bounty Board. Check for the audio on Monday and check for us back live with another podcast for you next week. Thanks so much, and we will see you in moments in Anthem. Toodles. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Bye.